Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Oscar Bevis, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by the last Callis Howland. Joins me here in Bolton Callis. A massive week. Uh, but before we talk boxing, Oscar. how's things? Good to see you. King of, King of the North up here today, eh? Um, fantastic. Here in Bolton Wanderers Football Club. I remember coming to the old ground, which is not as nice as this ground. I'm um, looking forward to putting on a great show Friday night. Channel 5, light heavyweight championship of the world. Lyndon Arthur against Brian Suarez. Um, both 90% knockout ratios, pretty identical records. So I think we're in for a treat. 12 fights on the card, the maximum we're allowed in this wonderful country. So um, it's going to be one hell of a show. Yeah, it's definitely a card that's going to deliver for the fans, that is for sure. Just talking about Lyndon, how big of a night is this for Lyndon? I kind of don't want to say make or break at the top level, but is there a little bit of a make or break situation in a sense? Yeah, I mean, you know, we don't want to talk about the break. But we want to talk about us winning on Friday night um, on Channel 5 in front of, you know, a lot of eyeballs. Um, but it's about, you know, and it's about that step towards, you know, going for, for the big international names. But I think we all understand and we all agree probably that there's a lot of domestic bust-ups to go through before that happens. What, you know, what this, this IBO world title gives us is that sort of top of the pecking order, in my opinion. Um, you know, yes, it's not one of the four, but let's look at who's held it, you know, from Roy Jones, Chad Dawson at this weight class, and you look at, you know, Golovkin, Klitschko, um, and many more who've held this, this belt. So it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a big opportunity. It sort of puts him a bit ahead uh, in, the, in the pecking order of, uh, you know, of, the, of the Boatsis, the Danazizes, um, you know, all great boxers, you know, obviously Anthony Yard as well. So you've got that super, that sort of super four, um, you know, I love a super series, a super six, super four uh, in the domestic scene. 
I think Callum Smith, through his you know winning world titles, has has you know is beyond that. Is 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 on the international level, and he, he's not that these guys aren't on the international level, but just in terms of making those big big fights. Um, you know, there's been a lot of talk about obviously Buatzi not not taking the B-Vol offer. No one knows. You know, it's always when there's a negotiation. You don't know every side of the story, but um, but at the same time, I think that there's you know everyone wants to have measuring sticks, and you normally do those at domestic level. And for the fans, there's going to be some great fights at light heavyweight. You know, yeah, we can't wait for them fights. In terms of this one, obviously, you spoke about the prestigious kind of history behind the RBO. It does have its pulling weight when it comes to making fights. Um, and I spoke to Lyndon before, and he said. I don't want to scrape through the fight, but he said, I probably won't be able to. We're looking at a man, when you've got a knockout ratio like that, you can't scrape through this fight. You're going to have to fight fire. You're going to have to fight fire. This is, this is you know, if, if you're a betting man, you wouldn't put it going at points. They both got close to 90, Send the judges home. 90%, 90, yeah, well, <laughs> I'd like to. Um, uh, 90% knockout ratios. Um, you know, very, very similar records, almost identical records. So, so it's, it's one of those ones, you know, when you've got an Argentinian, you know it's going to be a tough night. Um, but it's rare that you see the Argentinian with, a, with such a high knockout ratio. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Um, and we're not looking past Friday. But of course, you know, as a promoter, it's difficult not to look at what, what could come out of it. In terms of Joshua Bratzi, who you mentioned, I do kind of want to go over what he says, because at the moment you sit in the UK with the platform that has the most eyes. Obviously, he said what he said about DAZN. Um I just kind of want to know how you take that, because obviously Joshua Bratzi is a big name in this country, and if he stayed on DAZN, he still would have been. Um, but just kind of his move to Sky and what he said and the things between him and Eddie, do you kind of side with Joshua Bratzi in a sense? Because like I said, you sit on a place where you have the biggest eyes. So do you understand the platform talk from, from Joshua? I, well, first of all, I like Joshua Bratzi. I think he's a, a, a very good boxer, and I think he's a, he's a cracking human being. Uh, that's the first thing I'd say before I talk business. Um, I'd say the comments about the zone is, is uh, I don't know, I'm not sure where they came from, um, because the zones put on some of the biggest fights at light heavyweight, you know, uh, Bivol, Canelo, to main, name one, in the last... Uh, 12 odd months, um, and they've they've got Bevo, Canelo, um, Callum Smith, uh, a lot of light heavyweights, and have invested heavily in that division. So, not saying that anyone's better than anyone, um, but you've also got to look at like who's making an effort with the sport. And and the zoners put a lot of money into this sport and and puts on a lot of very good events. Um, so I, I think they do a cracking job. Um, I think, by the way, I think Sky does a does a great job of boxing as well, and 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 BT as well. And listen, you know, I think the bickering about networks, I think it's it's terrible because anyone who wants to give our sport a platform is is fantastic, you know. And and let's just rather enjoy, it, you know. Um, you know, DAZN has got a cracking lineup coming up next next week with with Anthony Joshua Franklin. We can say what we want, but it's going to be an interesting fight that. And they've got they've got a, a huge calendar. Uh, Sky's also got some really good fights coming up, and so does BT. So, you know, as a fan, you know, uh, I don't think we really care. Um, so I'll take my promoter hat off for a minute. Uh, we don't really care. The best, of course, is if you, you know, have, have Channel Five, and but it's only so far, of course, that they can they can push things as well. And you have to work with all the networks, and and you know that's 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 clear as well. Um, so I think. 
I think the comments, and and I was I was a bit surprised at him because I, you know, I think, like I said before, I think Josh is a, is a is a great human being, but he have, he have his reasons for making those comments. And but uh, I I do think that Dazone does a fantastic job in boxing. That's for sure, putting on the big fights. I suppose it just kind of looks like a decision that. I guess works for uh, works for both. Now putting the promoter's hat back on, which one of the domestic fights is the tastiest to you? I think most people are going to say Anthony simply because of the history. Um, yeah, but I mean, there's that. There's the call for the the third fight, isn't there? You know, to the trilogy make, for the IBO trilogy. Um, and uh, you know, while I say that they're all very good, I, I do think they've all got another gear to shift up. And and you know, Anthony was found out short now with Baturbia, put on a great show. But came up a bit short, um, and I think those those fights at domestic level will be also be learning fights to go into those Baturbiev and Bivol fights or Canelo even. Um, so I think they, they serve a dual purpose. Not only they probably you know they're good paydays, you know it's a business uh, for them, um, but also you know in terms of eyeballs, you know. Going back to what we just discussed about with with uh, about Boatsy, the right fights will, will, will always attract big eyeballs on all platforms. It doesn't really matter where you've got a big fight in boxing, and it, it will it will sell. Um, that's what boxing does. But um, nothing better than cracking domestic bust ups, you know. And I've got a big smile on my face because because uh, I like to be in the middle of those. Um, and um, no, that, that, that's that's the goal. So any of them, but at the same time, oh yeah, we've spoken to Dan Aziz's people. Um, we haven't spoken to Frank uh, about Anthony Yard yet. We're not looking past this week. Um, is that a fight we could make? Um, yeah, made loads of fights with Frank over the years, and, and I'm sure we'll, we'll we'll continue to do so. He's a he's a great promoter with a great platform, and and, and we like to consider ourselves the same. 100% it's an interesting division. I can't wait to see how the next year pans out. Um, how much of the Fury Usyk stuff have you been keeping up with since this morning? There's kind of been developments, it feels like, every half hour and then Frank and Alex are on TalkSport. Every, yeah. Everything, because it's, it's, it's got a huge implication to us. So normally I follow these, you know, back and forth and, you know, I'm not really that interested. This is very interesting for us because we have Philip Hergovich sitting at number one in the IBF position, uh, which is in line to fight the winner of this. In fact, they'd ordered an interim very publicly. That's sort of been pulled back now because of what's going on in case it doesn't get made. Um, you know, so we're sitting there looking what's developing. I'm not saying we'd want that fight not to have an interest of boxing. It'd be great if it happens, but that would at least mean certainty that we can move ahead with our interim and then fight the winner. Um, but uh, if not, you know, uh, we'll have to. We'll have to be. We'll have, everyone will have to be quick because you know, Philip wants to box. Um, he's he's earned that number one shot uh, via the eliminator system, which took a very long time. And um, yeah, so I'm following it intensely. I, I still have this feeling um, that they get it made. Uh, but if they do get it made, let's be honest. It's what is it in five weeks' time? Um, it's the heavyweight championship of the world at Wembley Stadium. I know it will probably sell out very quickly, but at the same time, you know, the fighters need to know that the fight's on, don't they? I mean, they're in camp, aren't they? So uh, it seems like a relatively short camp already for what is a very big fight. But I'm sure that, you know, Tyson's probably been ticking over and, and so is Uzik. So 
It can still get made, but it's going to have to be very, very sharpish. Do you lie blame with Eva Tyson or Alexander after hearing what you hear today? Obviously, there will be people who take a side of the fighter. Some people think Fury 70-30 was a bluff call. Some people seem to think that Usyk's now being a bit of a pain in negotiations. We don't really know, but no. do you kind of take a side no. with Eva? No, and, 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 and by, by the way, um, I can't... Well, the fans have got the right to take a side at any time because ultimately we live for the fans. The fans, the fans, whether they love or hate a fighter, is the reason that boxing exists. So the fans can do what they want. What I do is, unfortunately, I've been in these situations before, making fights and the fights delayed, and it's not happening. Um, and you know, I don't blame, I don't blame anyone. I think everyone. It's a big fight. Everyone wants to to have their peace. They're both champions. They both feel like they have championship rights. And that will then be down a question of negotiation. What I would say um, is that, in, a bit in defence of Tyson, if I understand the 70 30 part, I can't talk about the rematches and this, that, and the other. I've got no idea whether it was a rematch for both sides that was suggested, whether it was for one side, I've got no idea. But I would say on the split is following is classically, and you know, this was the case when many of the heavyweight championships, for example, were in Germany, the deal would be done on the basis of. of the, the territory from where the opponent was was coming so they keep those rights you know the, the home fire Klitschko or Valuev um, would keep those rights and you know the rest of the world will be split up now, on the basis of that it would probably be an 80-20 so to say 70-30 is probably quite fair but it, but it's changed boxing's changed there's you know there's global platforms like the zone um not directly involved in this fight, but it, but it's seen more as as a global sport, whereas it used to be very much right. Um, I remember doing, I remember making a Valoe versus versus Hay, and it was you know very simple. Uh, you know, David at the time um, uh, kept the kept the UK, we kept the rest of the world, and it was a quick way to make the fight. You know, and that isn't really there anymore in that sense. So. But the you know the thinking comes from you know Tyson will be saying well who sells out Wembley Stadium, me, who sells out uh, you know and and he'll argue that he'll sell it out without Uzik that would be his argumentation you know he did you know fifty thousand against Delboy at, at Tottenham and that, that would be in his head and he'll think well, how many um, how many bucks does he get on the gate without me and that would be the thinking in in the way they've approached it so there is a logic behind it and I can understand it. Uh, is it for the fans frustrating from the outside? Of course. Does Uzik not get it? Of course. You know. So, you know, it's 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 a, it's a tricky one. At the end of the day, just kind of, I suppose, in short, before we move on to one more thing, I want to talk about: is it one of them things, perhaps, where a lot, maybe even egos, need to just be put aside, and this fight just needs to be made for the good of the sport? And obviously, like you said, you got Philip in the IBF situation, but get this fight done. Let's see who wins. Let's see who comes out on top after it all, and then we can kind of. Move on. But the ego points would be things like who walks first, who walks second. You know, often I've, done, I've just said, you know what, let's do a coin toss, you know, uh, when, it's, when it's clear it's two champions. Um, I think the ego points, I've rarely seen a fight, despite the back and forth on gloves and, you know, corner. Is that never a breakdown for a fight? It's never really a break. I've never seen a big, big fight, you know, for millions of dollars get called off because of the, the colour of the ring. Yeah? It will be money. And then it gets to the point, it's a professional sport. You know, he, they value it this way and they value it that way. So, you know, it's uh, unfortunately in, in all walks of business, but it, 
it does it reflect badly on our sport if the fight don't get made? Yeah, it's not, it doesn't look great, does it? But we watch it when it eventually happens, of course we will. Um, just one more thing, I want to talk about something Misfits related quickly to finish. The thing with Wade and KSI and Mams and now uh, Wade not being involved in Misfits, just kind of <coughs> your take on that whole situation. Obviously, I know there was a little bit said on Twitter. Um, can you just kind of give us uh, kind of your side of, of events, I guess? Yeah, I mean, it's really not my, not my space, the social media world. But, uh, but you know, I mean, you know, I think, uh, you know, JJ put out uh, uh, a thing on Twitter yesterday. He's, he's human, you know. He, he, he sees someone... Um, I assume, and this is an assumption, he, he assumes he's close to him, but saying that his arch enemy would do bigger numbers against Floyd Mayweather, and he snapped. So what, right? Anti Joshua snapped in the ring in Saudi and threw all the belts out the bloody ring, right? And I said at the time, you've just got, the guy's human, right? So what, he snaps. And, you know, he wears his heart on his sleeve, uh, uh, JJ. So, um, KSI is he he is he lives, breathes, and thinks boxing, and people don't understand that part. Um, that's what really intrigued me at the beginning when the first time I met him. He, he travels with his training, he lives the life of a professional boxer. He really gives everything to uh, for for the sport, and he takes it so seriously. So when someone in the social space comes out and says that and I think there was a few other things um, you know he snapped so what you know let's move on you know it, 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 you know it's it's it, it wasn't it wasn't that he criticized the performance and he snapped about that he criticized about something that he took very personally and and can I see his angle yeah I can should he have snapped well we're, we're human you know and, and, and I think it takes takes take some bollocks to come out then afterwards you show balls to come out and say yeah no I, I snapped and I was wrong to snap but you know I, I, I think a lot was made of it um in that's a, that well though a lot is made of everything space, in that world. if that space drifts over into my space then I then I realize not being the most socially media active person on planet earth I uh I realize that it's it's something big going on there you know so you know uh hopefully the dust settles soon Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.